This is Carrie. And this is Jenny. And you're listening to Honestly Unfiltered. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Honestly Unfiltered Bachelor Recap Edition. We have reached the final episode in this saga of Clayton and whoever the fuck he ended up with. God only knows at this point if he's with himself, Susie. All I know is he's not with Rachel and he's not with Gabby. I am joined here by my lovely co-hosts, Carrie Routh and Alex Thomas. How are you ladies this fine evening? Are we doing two truths and a lie or? (laughs) Just kidding. Hey, whatever. Whatever you think. I'm here. My narc meds are out of stock, so it's been a bumpy day. I'm just in disbelief. I've had a hell of a tax season day, so. I'm being held together by a thread. <laughs> Bubble gumming. <laughs> <clears throat> well, let's start from the top. Let's start with um where they began with Jesse and him sitting at on that chair like He's praying in the church. Was it, was he praying in the church in the last episode, or was that this? Morning? I don't know. They've all bled together at this point. You know, uh, Jesse was in the church. No, I think he was outside the oh, church. I, like, I missed that. I at this point, I want to ask a, a serious question to Bachelor Nation. Why is Jesse Palmer the host and not Nick Vial? Wow. Oh God, that is true. Holy fuck shit. That is so true. Nick really needs to be the host. He should be the host. Mm -hmm. We should start a petition. God, how do you get that trending? That is so true. Well, I'm just going to have to tweet it and see how it goes. I'm serious. He would be the best host. I did record a clip of some stuff he said on his podcast and was going to tweet it and be like, why is do he it post? And I, rec- and I recorded the clip of him from night one when he, you know, told, they gave his opinion. I just, he, you know, he's so knowledgeable. I don't know where he got his knowledge from. He must do a lot of reading and has gone through a lot of therapy to get that. But he is so insightful. Like he, Yes, he is. He is. He really, really is. And he would be. You have got to twit, twit that, to tweet that. You got to twit that. Oh, what that? <laughs> I always think of you know um, that movie with Vince Vaughn I can't and. Breathe. His friend recently wants to be single, and he goes, you're so dying to be in the clubs. They're texting, and they're twatting, and his friend's like, it's called tweeting. He's like, I call it twatting. God, what movie is that? I don't know. Anyway, so. Is that where they do the fake chow? That one? No, you would have remembered the fake chow. Never mind. Sorry. What? Hold on. Because <laughs> not that this is any of this is relevant since we're on a time. <laughs> 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 
Alex is like, Jenny, what are you doing? You know, I got to log off at I'll say while she looks it up that did you guys watch the little like corner audience faces that they were putting on that were absolutely ridiculous? Yeah. And Jesse Palmer's facial expression, like that stare he yes, did into the camera. I did. <laughs> it was couples retreat. Oh, okay. Wyatt and I love that movie. We talk about it all the time. We need the Pelican <laughs> package. Anyway. So anyway, um, so yeah, I, you know, I found it interesting that when Clayton was telling his parents that he wanted to get with Susie and Jesse Palmer walked in and said, you know, anything's possible. Then all of a sudden there was a knock at the door and there's Susie. I went to get a drink and I came back down the stairs. Literally two seconds and Susie was in the room. Um, you know, I feel like Susie, you know, held tight to what she wanted in the moment and, you know, then, you know, it won't went to shit later with her, but <laughs> let's just talk about Gabby. I mean, that's, that's the most important thing of the She's night because I want her bitch, to teach, dude. I, dude, I want her to teach a class on how to break up oh with someone. Oh, my God. Because that, when she said no, when he said, can I walk you Amazing. out? And she went, no. I was like, bitch, please get out of my oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> and Jenny, you said it best. She did not curse. So classy. Yeah, that wouldn't have been me. <laughs> She ripped him to tr- shreds with not one curse word, nothing, just complete class. I just, it, you know, I don't, I find, I know her grandfather is adorable, but I really wish he would not call her a dingbat because she's far from it. And up until the hometown episodes, Maybe it's one of those like ironic Maybe. jokes where it's totally the opposite, because up, and that's why. Up until the like hometown endearing. episodes, I really right. didn't know a whole lot about Gabby because all I knew about was Shanae. And when he said that, I was like, "Oh, she's an airhead." And then they said she was a cheerleader for an NFL team, and I'm like, "Oh, the poor thing, she's an airhead, and she doesn't know what she's getting into." Well, then shame on you because you're fucking well, biased with your profile. Her grandfather called her a in and said she's always been an area. Yeah, well, what was I supposed to believe? <laughs> yeah, but you're like, well, Grandpa Joe said she's a Dean Bat and she was a cheerleader. You know what? Yeah, like- Kate. Yeah, Kate was also a cheerleader, not for the NFL, but it was competitive. And she graduated fifth in her class. Yeah, my yeah. best friend was a cheerleader. You're profiling. Also, so, and she's F. probably the smartest person I know. So yes, I'm profiling. Anyway, moving on. Alex. Shame on you. <laughs> I was just gonna say that, like, I think maybe because I knew she was an ICU nurse the whole time that I just thought like they can get away with saying that because like clearly she's yeah. brilliant. So it's right. kind of ironic. Yeah. That was my right, thing. I stand corrected. I guess I should have looked at Alex's chart. I should it's have. It's just you. You should have paid attention. <laughs> I mean, I did that chart for what? You did for it what? for hours. I'll tell you that much. I referred to it a lot. I should have referred back. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously not enough is what she's trying to I say. I know what she's trying saying. to say. Apparently, I've missed a lot of <laughs> insightfulness. So, <sighs> anyway, I felt... 
It's like, tell me how you, what you know without telling me what you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> this is, is going to be such a train wreck. I'm so tired. This is going to take me hours to uh-huh. edit. It's such a fucking train wreck. <laughs> Can I just say a thought that's on my mind before I lose it? Please do it. I listened, I didn't get to finish it, but I listened to Susie on Nick's Mm. podcast. Mm. And something that, there's two things that were said that stuck out to me. The first is that Clayton, Carrie, and I all have something in common because apparently he's never watched (laughs) the episode before. (laughs) I was shocked. I was shocked to find that out. And also, I thought what Nick said was very, very true that he said how it really is the lead's responsibility to kind of find Mm -hmm. out those boundaries from the contestants rather than, you know, having them come to him or her, if it's The Bachelorette, because your time is limited and it's up to that person to find that out. That really stuck out to me. I I think that I really need to, between now and The Bachelorette, I really need to watch prior seasons so I can compare <laughs> what the hell just happened. Oh, yeah, that's it true. No, that is true. I know we talked about doing that, but, like, because I've watched A Bachelorette and now mm-hmm. The Bachelor. So, like... And I was not impressed with the Bachelor season by any means. That was deflating. So yeah, I do need to watch a season from before a normal one. No, go ahead. No, I I was just gonna say real quick. I think you both need to watch Nick Vile season, Caitlin season. Start with that, and then watch Hannah Brown season. And we should, you should watch them because I know you two bitches will binge them, and then we could discuss them so we could still see Alex on the podcast. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I I think that not to well, it's not really changing the subject just because of how traditions have been with this whole bachelor nation lifestyle. I am really seeing how the network, the producers, whatever, I I feel like they're it's almost ugly to me. It's like they're finding good entertainment and they're they're mm-hmm pitching it and shooting it at the expense of these people who are signing up for it. But like my biggest thing is if I were Gabby and Rachel, if they are competing for the same men, I think it's like they're Mm -hmm. using their downfall for their own good because it's entertaining. And it's like, okay, you guys weren't good enough for Clayton. We all watched you feel and look used. Now let's have you compete again. And you did it in a classy way this time, but let's see how it really pans out when the pressure's on again. I don't know. I would respectfully decline. I think it's it. I think it's a little bit. Um, I think they're trying to make it look like okay, we're giving them another chance because they deserve better. But it's really like, oh, let's watch this shit like hit the fan. Dad or. <clears throat> Do um, Rachel and Gabby feel like they have high emotional intelligence and that 
they have a plan to navigate that process. Now, I will say this totally outside the show. I was watching the reboot of Mm -hmm. Joe Millionaire. So there was two guys and all the same girls, right? Dude, they be they ended up being besties. They literally like okay. have a bromance and are still besties after the show. So they just were such like they just clicked right off the bat and became such good friends. They navigated all of it together and it went really well. So you never know. This could be their way. Either it's going to blow up or it's going to. I can't even talk. Anyways, it'll show something that doesn't, you know, traumatize people like that. You can navigate things in a healthy way mentally. Yeah, I don't even know I, what I'm saying at this no, point. No, because I do have to say if there were two people on that show that I think mm-hmm. could navigate it, who showed respect for the other contestants, each other, mm-hmm. that were polite, you know, Gabby apologizing to Rachel when she came back, them hugging, the support, I think they're the best two for the job, absolutely. Um, now, has this ever no. been done before? Has a Bachelor been okay, two so- before? During Caitlin Bristow's season, they started with two bachelorettes, Caitlin and Brie. And on night one, the men met both women, they talked to them, and then they casted their votes as to who they wanted to be the bachelorette. Oh, so it was like they knew somebody was going to be sending... See, I didn't watch Joe Millionaire, which I should have, because it's like all people are talking about. But what... Oh, I can go through the whole thing with you. It was, it was but good. I don't it was. see how. Okay, well, first of all, I think that communication between the two of them is going to be key. Ru- oh wait, well, hold on, real quick, roll that back with Joe Millionaire, and so it's both guys. One one has millions of dollars oh. and the other doesn't. So one's rich, one's poor, and there's two of them. So if they can make it work. Okay, back so to you, Jenny. So I think that communi- communication is going to be the key. And like on night one, they should just lay out a roadmap. Who's interested in what guys? Who's interested in the others? I'm going to be interested to know how the roses are going to be delved out. Like who's going to give ro- Like I guess Rachel's going to claim her men with her roses and Gabby's going to claim hers. Or is this going to be like a like a, a like a version of Bachelor in Paradise? I okay. Well, I can tell you how it works on Joe Millionaire because it isn't like they each okay. get so many picks. So basically, though, they talk about the connections they have with each of those women. And then they just talk about, okay, well, do you see it going anywhere? Do you? No, I don't. Okay. They're gone. So they worked through everyone together. And even if one was maybe feeling her, well, then it was like, okay, but then evaluate those feelings against these two other ones. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, you're right. We can go ahead. I and feel like at some point they're in the season, they're going to have to have a cutoff. Like, okay, this is the. You know, if you're down to four guys, two are Gabby's, two are Rachel's. There's no jumping ship at that point. 
Because Bachelor in Paradise. That's what it That's how okay. they did it. Joe Millionaire. Like at the end, there was two chicks for each dude. And then they left with one. So that's got to be how they're going to do it. Oh, on Bachelor in Paradise, a guy and a girl could be coupled up and then they could be together all the way to the end and somebody could be stringing the other one along until they know someone's going to get there. And then in the last week, you know, someone appears and they dump whoever and go off with this one. So. Yeah, no, it was not like that at all. All right. Well, we're di- we're digressing. So, um, yeah, what I felt in listening to Rachel's in not Rachel's Susie's interview with Nick is that all she mm. like she kept saying it over and over again. Well, they're the bachelorette, so that you know they're going to be okay. Like using because you screwed them over that it's okay that they're going to be the bachelorettes like that's how she's accepting it in her mind like she seriously blew this whole freaking thing up like seriously by her bouncing and not that it wasn't justified and not the way he treated her wasn't wasn't wrong but literally Susie bounced and caused all of this chaos yeah what um, Clayton caused yes, all of this really, chaos. She's the one that said she was leaving and then they fought and then he put her in the car. But really, you know what I mean? Like, she basically said she didn't want it's, him. No, you're, I'm not you're bl- blaming her I'm not blaming for something. Anybody. I'm saying that because of how she felt and what she, and her actions, which I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I'm not saying they're, they're well, you sounded like they were wrong, no, and it's all her fault. This was a but big debauchery. if you look at it this way, okay, <laughs> Susie decided at that point she was out, okay, and mm-hmm. she left. Although the, the bachelor producers held her hostage in Iceland, and then Clayton, of course, had to fess up that he slept with both both women, causing more heartbreak. And, mm-hmm. you know, all of that, what we witnessed, and then the, the, you know, the things in between everybody, and I, I'm just saying, and then, you know, then she decided, you know, I, I guess, never, just fucking, never mind, just forget it, just forget it, this is a fuckery, <laughs> this is a fucking fuckery, we're not in any order, this is this is uh, uh, this is bullshit. We should just fucking fuck it. Anybody else have anything else to add? <laughs> I have it. And back to you, Alex. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, can you the hear me? Uh, no, I couldn't. I don't know what just happened. The but um, let's change that subject. The point I was trying to make was Sorry. in Susie's head, she was trying to justify it as they're going to be okay because they're the bachelorettes. The whole time she was trying to smooth things over with Nick and tell everybody how great Clayton really is. And that whole thing just put left a really bad taste in my mouth. 
I think what it is is... And that's all I have to say about that. No, no blame, no nothing. Here's the thing. And I had said this to you both earlier. It's awkward almost because you see this whole thing go down. Everyone's defending Susie, rightfully so. And I think it's just like, oh, what do we do now? Because Susie can finally speak, you know, because the, the end is is out. And it's like, well, now Susie's defending Clayton. So, which you're going to do for your partner. So there's just a lot of confusion um, and I think uncomfortableness around it. But, you know, I, I at the end of the day, Clayton was the asshole. Yeah, I totally. Agree. And how she Clayton chooses the to deck. go and her journey. And here's the thing. And the thing for Susie is I just feel like, hey, Clayton showed her right. who he was. I don't give a fuck what bubble and think they're in a fantasy bubble and mm-hmm. that's how we blew up. What are you doing non-fantasy bubble? So he showed her his true he colors. Did. And he's acting like a typical narcissist. He showed narcissist. her and it's that whole thing when, you know, who said it? Maya Angelou, I think. You know, when someone who they are, shows you them. who they are, mm-hmm. pay attention or believe something. Believe them the first time. Yeah, it's that right there. And listen, I'm a fuckery. I can't tell you how many times someone showed me they were a fucking ass dick. And I still was hanging around. But anyway, you know, you have to learn on your own. It just sucks that so many people were watching. That's well, all. And look yeah. at the way he's That's- behaving like a true narcissist. He sold his condo. He's moving to Virginia. He's keeping her on fucking close tabs. And oh, and yeah. I don't believe that she is as strong as she says she is. That was all an act. And it's concerning to me. And it's aggravating to me that she's being manipulated still. That's, I think, where my my issue comes is that it's so obvious the way he treated her. And, you know, she stood her ground and we were all proud of her. And then she went back to him the minute she hit the airport and you know got her phone back. And, you know. Uh, you, you, we all know we've we've all been affected by but was it because but she mentioned that I think the reason she said she ended up messaging him or something was because he wrote her a letter mm, I didn't oh hear I didn't that. hear that I just heard she no wanted she wanted to make, make sure was okay, she was okay he was it. okay he she oh. she went to the I, rose ceremony because he wrote the letter oh 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 I think that we should all take a mental note, Jenny. Um, Jenny, Jenny. <laughs> that for next season, if you want to find out who's going to spill the deets early, the spoilers, you got to get a connection over at People because they had the pictures for a very long time. Well, everybody had the screener copies too, which I'd like to get my hands on. And I tried to, I, I put it, try to, I put us on the. I applied for us to be on the press list at ABC, so hopefully yeah. we'll hear back from them and maybe we can get a screener copy since we're technically press. Dude, if we did, it would be a fluke that some intern was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, let's give this random podcaster access. Yeah, fuck you, ABC. <laughs> but that would make our lives so much easier. We could watch it on the weekend. We could have the episode loaded and locked to go. I mean, we wouldn't have to do this middle of the night bullshit. 
Right? Like, like, like the yeah. peasants. Oh my God. <laughs> the peasants that we hey, are. Maybe we'll make a connection at PodFest. No, I'm just teasing. I don't care. So, you know, I just, you know, I, 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 I found her whole interview with Nick very disturbing. And that's all I'm going to say about that. It just, it was, we've all been there. Okay, we've all been in those situations where then you have to. <laughs> I have to. Then man, you have to tell. I'm... Here's the thing, though. You got to remember, she doesn't even Alex know what she's in right now. I feel like Genevieve at the Women Tell All. I said <laughs> yeah, my, my hand at raised. The will, women Tell All. I, um, I guess my. I wanted to ask Jenny this earlier. Um, and I just lost my train of thought. I, oh no. All right. Now guys keep going. I lost my, I'll, I'll think of it. Edit that out. I lost my thought. I'm looking through my notes. Oh my God. Let me think. <laughs> this is a fuckery. I think I just had a stroke. Um, don't say that. <laughs> well, you can edit that out too. But I, I, no, I literally, I just lost my complete train of thought. We lose our train of thought because we're middle aged and. Well, tired. that's why I wouldn't. I think that's why we have more concerns. <laughs> um. What time do you normally go to bed, Alex? Oh, uh, lately I've been probably going around twelve. Oof. Like, fall asleep around 12. Do you sleep through the night, or do you, like, sleep for a few hours, wake up, then go back to sleep? Um, I usually, if I'm, if I don't take a sleep aid, I'm usually up every couple of hours, but if I, but I don't take sleep aids regularly. It's just, like, if I, if it's, like, um... Late and I, you're not getting sleep, not really. What do you mean? If, like for a decent stretch, if I'm getting up in the night, you mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, but I also drink a lot of caffeine, so that's probably why. Um, mm. but that's a whole, a whole, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't really, besides daylight savings, which I feel like I am like jet lagged for some weird reason, mm. even though it was an hour. Normally, with or without sleep, I'm pretty functioning. Yeah. But I will say, like, I since we recorded the other day in the morning versus, like, after work, I can tell my energy is different, but... Yeah, right? But, like, I can still... I don't feel like, oh, my God, I got to get to bed. I found yeah. it interesting that Elizabeth was not invited to the, to the live taping. Oh, my God, and that's she right. was tweeting, like posting Instagrams from her house with pictures of the TV, but Shanae was. Oh my god, that's we, right. We were sure it was going to be Shanae. Well, Elizabeth was sure it was going to be her with that photo session. Oh, no, I, I meant, know. well, no, I know. I, well, I meant the, said that, yes, that, I was convinced, and I was like, this will be an uproar. Yeah, but then Jen Jenny flipped the script, man, and she called it right before mm. they announced it. And mm. said it would be Gabby and yeah. Rachel. You're muted. 
Oh no, I meant I thought it was gonna be Shanae that um he was with oh, yeah, Susie. Me too. And then that would yeah. have been just like total um on that, I thought that would have been yeah, so I would have rather him been with Shanae than her. I would have felt like it was justice was it was deserved. But well, Susie was saying they compare their journals, and I don't know. It seems this a little is, much. You know, this is the second, this is like the third or fourth bachelor, bachelorette in a row that I've been left disappointed. Oh, well, that's just it. Okay, I have one season of each under my belt. Yet to see a fucking happy <laughs> ending. <laughs> I need Yet to go to back see and watch it. Caitlin Bristow's season. Jesus. Not that they... Is she married or is she she's still engaged single? engaged to the, to the person she met after she oh, broke okay. up with Sean, who, who's, who she ended up with. All right, Alex, I know you've got to go, but thank you so much for joining us this season. It was really a joy to have you, and I feel like you brought a completely different dynamic to the old married couple and i should be careful people are gonna think we're really married and (laughs) but i hope that we'll be able to i hope that we'll be able to figure out something to do soon and you're definitely gonna be back for the bachelorette right oh absolutely i can't wait there's so much to unfold here um i can't wait to I mean, I'm not looking forward to a break, but I'm excited to have the time off to regroup, watch The Bachelorette, have a whole new perspective, (laughs) and come back better than ever. Your assignment now is to watch the three seasons I told you to watch, and at some point we need to get together and like just basically watch the whole thing. Yes, Hannah Brown, Caitlin Bristow, and Nick Vial. Mm-hmm. And then after each one, we'll just discuss the whole season. Perfect. All right. <laughs> In 30 minutes or less. <laughs> you're welcome. All right, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Right, thank I'll you, Alex. You Thanks, Alex. Love, Love you. you. Bye. Well, on that note, uh, this partner. is a fuckery. <laughs> oh, come on, partner. Till next time. <laughs> well, Bessie, <laughs> what do you say we turn the reins? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> folks, that's all, folks. This bachelor season has really taken a toll on us. It's really put us through the fucking ringer. Because Michelle's season was not like a roller coaster. God, but it was boring. It was boring. This was a full of we had con we had something to say about every episode. <laughs> I think I think we're just like we're out of gas, man. I think it's just Yeah. Well, if you're still here and still part of this podcast. <laughs> Thank you for being a part of Alex and Carrie's first season of The Bachelor. Hopefully, if we haven't scared Alex off, she'll come back and join us for The Bachelorette and the train wreck that is Bachelor in Paradise. That doesn't scare you guys off. Nothing will. Carrie and I are going to take a few days off and uh, 
Come back next week with some new content that we think you guys are going to be excited about. But for now, until next time. Bye. Good night, everybody.